I'm going to read Mark 16 if you want to follow with me. Mark 16, 1 to 7. I'm going to do something a little different this morning. Um, I love Easter. I, uh, I just love this whole weekend and the opportunity to celebrate, to remember Jesus' death. That he who knew no sin became sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. I mean, that's the cross. And that's what we celebrate. And then we come today and we celebrate the resurrection, that he didn't remain in the tomb, that he broke the power of death, he broke the power of sin, he broke the power of the devil, and he lives. And as I woke up this morning, it was just a wonderful thought for me. He lives to intercede for me and you today. He, he's a, a living Savior. So I love this weekend. So um, because of the specialness of it, I'm going to read this scripture, Mark 16, 1 to 7, and then I am going to share a, um, a poem that I wrote called Peter's Lament. And I hope it puts across to you in a way that I, that I wanted to capture just Peter's emotions, uh, kind of reflecting on his life, but particularly after he denied Christ. You know, and he said, I, know, I never knew the man. And he cusses and he swears and he, I don't want anything to do with them. And this man that had given his all for him um, and his remembrance of that and, and him thinking that he had come to the end of hope, the, the end of forgiveness because of what he had done, he denied the, very, the Messiah himself. And, and then Easter comes, and he thinks, well, hope for everybody but me. And, and, and then he finds real hope, as we're going to read in the scripture here. And I, I hope that for some of you this morning, maybe this will bring new hope and a new awareness that there's forgiveness for, for any of us. For, it doesn't matter what you've done or where you've been or, or what you've said or anything what we remember this weekend in the death and resurrection of Jesus, it's God's amazing grace and forgiveness and hope that is for every one of us. And so we're going to see that in Peter this morning. Mark 16, 1 to 7. Saturday evening, when the Sabbath ended, Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and Salome went out and purchased burial spices so they could anoint Jesus' body. Very early on Sunday morning, just at sunrise, they went to the tomb. And on the way, they were asking each other, who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance to the tomb? But as they arrived, they looked up and saw that the stone, which was very large, had already been rolled aside. And when they entered the tomb, they saw a young man clothed in a white robe sitting on the right side. And the women were shocked, but the angel said, Don't be alarmed. You are looking for Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He isn't here. He's risen from the dead. Look, this is where they laid his body. Now go and tell his disciples, including Peter that Jesus is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there just as he told you before he died. (coughs) 
bitter agony, the hours following Gethsemane, to have denied my best friend, my Savior, in his suffering. The painful realization, the purpose of his crucifixion, the hopeless anticipation, the victory of his resurrection, to have been an accessory to his misery, a willing participant in his agony, the man who meant everything to me, the Son of God, the Messiah, who came to set me free. My words of denial came back to haunt me. I don't know who you're talking about. I don't give a damn about the man. Cursing and swearing, the words poured out. Condemning me to a hopeless eternity, a never-ending end to suffering. On the brink of the cross, the empty grave, that were your plan to set me free. Father, forgive them on the cross you cried, but surely not for me, forgiveness to be supplied. It is finished, sins paid in full, you shouted, but not my sins paid, the one who the Savior doubted. Oh, bitter agony, the hours following Gethsemane, to have denied my best friend, my Savior, in his suffering. The painful realization, the purpose of his crucifixion, the hopeless anticipation, the victory of his resurrection. I think back to the beginning, to him by the seashore, me calling, you are Simon, you will be a rock, Peter. Follow me to be a man fisher. I watched him my mother-in-law heal. I saw him the stormy wind and waves still. I picked up leftovers from the crowds he fed. I was there when he raised Lazarus from the dead. But how I failed him time and time again, doubted when I should have trusted my faithful friend. An arrogant, impulsive man's man, totally missing God's grander plan. Walking to him on the stormy sea, then doubting and sinking with a desperate plea, viewing his glory at his transfiguration, squandering the time with meaningless conversation. Refusing to let him wash my feet, rebuking him when his purpose, my approval, did not meet. Falling asleep at his time of deepest pain, at his arrest, not willing to bear his shame. Oh, bitter agony, the hours following Gethsemane to have denied my best friend, my savior in his suffering. The painful realization, the purpose of his crucifixion, the hopeless anticipation, the victory of his resurrection. It happened as long ago prophesied, the son of God, my friend on a cruel cross died. They gambled for his belongings. They mocked his agonizing sufferings. 
They offered him vinegar for his thirst. With a spear his side they pierced. As vicious taunts were at him hurled, he bled, he died for the sins of the world. How could I miss what the prophet said, that my hope was in him dead? How could I miss what others saw? Surely this was the Son of God. Yet now, all hope for me was lost. How immense I realized my unbelief cost. When others, when for others, his death brought hope. For me, his death was hopelessness beyond scope. Oh, bitter agony, the hours following Gethsemane. To have denied my best friend, my savior in his suffering, the painful realization, the purpose of his crucifixion, the hopeless anticipation, the victory of his resurrection. Well, how the early morning news flew, the stone from the tomb had been removed. A shining angel in its place stood, proof that no man's power could prevent the hope of his promised resurrection. Neither Roman guard, nor seal, nor Jewish deception could prevent fulfillment of what God had said. The Messiah would be killed, buried, and then raised from the dead. Well, what joyful expectation the glorious news brought to Jesus' followers in hopelessness caught. He is not here. He is risen. Unimaginable joy beyond reason. Except to me, the rock, Peter. Called by him to be a man, Fisher. To the rest of his followers, a leader. Now only a hopeless doubter, denier. Oh, bitter agony, the hours following Gethsemane, to have denied my best friend, my Savior in his suffering. The painful realization, the purpose of his crucifixion, the hopeless anticipation of the victory of his resurrection. But wait, what do they say? The women coming back from the grave, is it possible? Is it true? Did they say, and you? Jesus is risen. He is not here. Go tell the disciples and Peter. Hallelujah. That to me, the worst, Jesus in his mercy would appear first. I am forgiven. I am free. I have real hope for eternity. Because he died and because he rose, I, Peter, the least deserving sinner, now hope knows. No more agony. Gone the shame of Gethsemane. Washed away by his grace and mercy. 
What beautiful realization. The purpose of his crucifixion. What hopeful anticipation. The victory of his resurrection. He offers such hope to all who are lost. To all who realize their sin and its cost. His suffering, his death, and his shame on the tree that paid for the sins of you and of me. And then the glorious news that he has risen indeed. No power or in heaven or earth could his rising impede, guaranteeing for all eternity, for you and for me, that in Jesus, anyone, anyone can be truly forgiven and free. Could that be you here today? Needing to know that despite the greatness of your sin, Jesus saves. His death and resurrection paved the way. He died, he was buried, and then he rose from the grave. Hallelujah. Jesus saves.